The following show contains spoilers for episode 13 of Survivor Winners at War. Hello again. Hello, Hello again. again. <laughs> that was perfect. So, welcome back to RNG show. We had a big two-week episode, or two-week, <laughs> a two uh, two-hour oh, episode to talk two about. Two weeks long. It was massive. Uh, this week, we have everybody here with us. Nobody's missing, but we also have uh, an extra special guest with us uh, who is big Survivor fan for a long time, and I'm excited to have him here. It is MC. Hi. Yeah, no, I've watched Survivor since I was very small. I remember the first the first season airing on TV, and for some reason, my family watched it. Bad decision. Here I am. <laughs> I, I too remember watching Survivor when I was very small. A couple years ago when I was 18, my friend Toon <laughs> had me watch a season of Survivor. Mm, those were the days. You were very small back then. What was your first season? China. That good, good starting season. Good starting yeah, season. That's I, exactly why that was the first season the, you showed me. That, that's the one Toon shoves down everyone's throat. <laughs> <laughs> it, it has to be China, Pearl Islands, or Kagiyan. Like I think those are the three greatest introduction seasons. I don't know. Ghost Island's a really good starting season. <laughs> yeah. I liked the Ghost Island throwbacks, the, the flashbacks, because I'm a, a big Survivor nerd fan and a nostalgia nut. So, like, that season may not have ended up that great, but I still did freak out any time they were like, and he, anyway, here's a here's a here's a JPEG of par- Parvati, and I'm like, thank you. That's all <laughs> Dude, I needed. I love those. <laughs> uh, so, Tune, I just want to get back to something you said a little while ago. Uh, I want I just want to clarify something. When you said two week episode, you're talking ten days, right? Uh, that's a, that's, that's a one. <laughs> that's a week. Oh man, <laughs> it's one work week. One work week. You know, five days. <laughs> What an argument to have on live television. It, it was really fun. And I think that's one of the best parts that we get out of these longer type of episodes is like it really lets us look into like the fun moments and the relationship moments where it's not just like, all right, here's where the fire token went. Here's what the advantage is. All right, let's go to the challenge. It's like, oh, look I, at I, these people just like hanging out and talking. I, I, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like Jeff had a, like spare seven minutes on the cutting room floor there. <laughs> Uh, I think he had a spare ten at the end. <laughs> All right, we ha- we have an extra hour. Let's just add like five minutes of extra material and then a twenty minute recap of what happened and what's going to happen. Yeah, if if we're just skipping to the end, I feel like that, like that. <laughs> yeah, we just skipped the whole episode. <laughs> yeah, we, we introed the episode. Now we skip to the end, and then that's it. Oh, there was a calendar, and then there was a recap. What what else do you want? That was, that's well, Survivor. Yeah. We're we're not we're not following the schedule. We're we're jumping around. Some some. What timing. sort of work week do you work on TV? Um, <laughs> yeah, I probably have the strangest schedule of anyone you'll ever hear. So, I I relate to this this conversation because <laughs> I work seven days in two weeks as opposed to Tony's ten. So, yeah. Mm. So if <laughs> so, you age of... at half the time of a regular person. Yeah. <laughs> I'm currently 12 years old. <laughs> Lovely. Cool, cool. <laughs> so if we look at you know what what has happened in the episode after the calendar bit, uh, we get a little interesting scene again with Tony and Sarah, and 
we've had a lot of these recently. Uh, last time they were kind of like exploding at each other, but this time it was more of like a, all right, you and me to the end, we got this. And I feel like this definitely cements the idea in more for me that these two aren't really going to like turn on each other at any point because Tony needs, you know, consistent numbers. And throughout the episode, it really seems like Sarah's convinced that she can beat Tony. So I don't really see any reason why they would kind of fall apart. I, I guess in the next time on, they're yelling at each other again. But <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's yeah. been every next time on for like the past few weeks. Tony did something stupid, so I guess I gotta vote at this person again. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's yeah, much, much. It's so much better than the other next time on Survivor, where they basically spoil what happens with uh, <laughs> subverting expectations of Survivor players saying, "Wow, this is going to work out great," and then that player gets voted <laughs> out. <laughs> I think that overall, like the Tony Sarah alliance, you know, plus plus Ben and. Uh, uh, at once jeremy uh was was really interesting so like you know the sarah tony ben core three like we we know because you know you know michelle said it best in this episode of you know perception is everything um where True. where where we see why tony would win against both both mm-hmm. sarah and ben no question but mm-hmm. you know the the fact that tony and sarah are so close because not only have they played twice together but also you know Sarah has a, probably a very strong case in her head on why she could beat Tony because her entire game this season has been Tony freaking out, doing a lot of stupid stuff, and her being the one to clean up, play the social game. So I could see her walking very easily into a final tribal and being like, hey, I played a great game. I played the very same game as Tony. I was with him every step of the way. I was making every decision with him. Tony, did I make every decision with you? Oh, yeah, of course, sir. Okay, well, that's cool and all, but... uh Guess who was the one who had to do all of his damage control? The only reason that that we were able to continue working with people like Ben on a permanent basis and temporarily people like Jeremy and Denise. It's because I was there doing the actual relationship work. I see that being a, a, a thing to her benefit and why I would stick with Tony if I was in Sarah's exact point, I think. Yeah, and Sarah has also said that she enough. doesn't really think that Tony has a great social game right now. She brought that up an episode or two ago. So it's definitely we even, we even, why in her mind she would go that way. We even saw it like a bunch of different times, like even the most recent one where he's just like not going to have fun during the like fashion show. And then who was the one who orchestrated it in the first place? It was Sarah. Mm-hmm. And that's like a very clear example of Sarah being the sociable, fun person to be around and Tony being the like killjoy he's like this is for babies it's like, for, it's, work. it's work it's work it's work week and yeah i'm I, working i do think tony still like has these uh oh, strong Jeremy, relationships with people though and i think that's really clear in this episode itself even if it's part for strategic reasons like no one really is too worried about getting tony out anymore like kim's gone and they're like all right let's get out jeremy let's get out nick let's get out michelle yeah it seems everybody wants to work with tony at this point um but he's the one like from our perspective he's made most of the big moves here in this post merge that uh we just i don't see how 
like anybody can beat him, but I guess everybody has their own plan. Did you not see the last time Edge Fixed Nature wasn't played? There was a <laughs> god controlling the oh, entire game. True. <laughs> true. The, the, the flashiest move, other than things like Tony's like uh, uh, immediate plan to get out Kim last episode was, uh, or the the previous one was obviously denise getting out uh sandra but that was so long ago that was so irrelevant to the game she's the only person who's not even on the edge you know it it could be a a very clear you know denise could get to the final tribal and she could definitely bring up that part of her resume but i i think the jury would be like oh yeah well we're we're sandra on this jury i see every (laughs) other person here except for sandra so good job on voting out the one person didn't want to stay here the entire time i love sandra but, you know, th- <laughs> yeah. that could be the quick defense on why, you know, D- Denise has a very good case for why she deserves to win over someone like Tony. Because she also has done big moves and also been on the right side of the vote a lot. But we, it was just so long ago, it's like almost irrelevant at this point. And Denise has yeah. a lot of yeah. friends on the jury, but I feel like that would almost, you know, make them wanting to push Denise a little bit more. It's like, okay, well, like you haven't done a lot since then and especially like these last two tribal councils uh with jeremy last time where she kind of shut him down can you know be seen as a power move but you know maybe by jeremy can seem like something you know that she probably shouldn't have done or this episode if she looked like she was kind of you know a little more like laid back belly up even if it was all an act now we we talked a lot about denise's big move uh Especially like before the merge, we were like, "Oh, it's time for the new players to, to you know, make a name for themselves," which didn't really happen. Tony kind of already had a name, and most people have been kind of playing second field to him. But yeah. uh, I I feel like, you know, in hindsight, Denise's move, you know, maybe Sandra not being there would be in her benefit because you know, there's the legacy of the Queen Slayer. But at the same time, oh, yeah. you know, if Sandra was there. She could have been like, it was my own undoing, my own hubris. You know, all she really had to do was lay one vote on me, and that was the entire play. It, sure, Sandra was, you know, looking stupid in the moment, but at the same time, you know, Denise's big play there, in my opinion, was getting the fire token before driving the knife in. And I don't really know how well that would play against the jury. Mm-hmm. Right. That's a good point because the play itself didn't take much like strategy or maneuvering it was sandra handing you know this immunity to her on a silver platter and then her being like hey wait a second i can vote whoever out well might as well get out sandra for the hell of it you know Um, it it wasn't like the move that could most like it, it, it it was a big move absolutely you got out the sandra absolutely but at the same time you're you're very right in that it wasn't the it isn't a game winning move by any means. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and then to contrast all of these like final tribal cases, what the hell is Ben gonna say? I think like I think Ben has honestly had a pretty solid game coming from like where he started. Uh, things have been thrown his way, and he's like overcame them to the best of his ability. Sure, he doesn't have like the biggest resume but um but playing the game how he is he's basically like it if tony sarah stay strong uh and they stay in that alliance he has a shot at like final three 
one thing I want to point out about Ben here is, like, up until about now, he's really been able to pick whatever side he wants in any fight. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, yeah. I feel like he, he's been part of every discussion, every strategy, and he just picks where he wants to go. So I think that says a lot to, like, how people feel about him as a person. He can enter any group and nobody's like, oh, Ben's scheming. Uh, I, I think people yeah. have, like, a natural trust towards Ben. Like, everybody was a bit cagey towards the beginning. Oh, the, the idol hunter or whatever. Yeah. But, like, especially past the merge, it seems like everybody was kind of open to at least including him in their plans. It did get mentioned in this episode that he was trying to play both sides, specifically on the, like, Michelle-Jeremy kind of relationship there uh trying to like flip the coin for jeremy that kind of thing but yeah so he was just trying to stir the pot on the <laughs> side that wasn't gonna go anywhere while he felt safe and comfortable on the other side yeah so going off of that at least from what we've seen from ben recently it feels like Anytime he tries to do something on his own accord, people are very quick to pick up on it and call it out and don't fall for it. Such yeah. as, you know, him trying to throw off Jeremy and Michelle. And when he does do things, it's very commonly a result of Tony and Sarah's manipulation into getting him to think that he's doing something <laughs> and that's exactly where i wanted to go with that like I, I i was i was like i was like i was like this is perfect because I, I i'm going to state my thoughts on why i think ben uh you know I, i'm not as much of a ben hater as some people are but i do not think he is a good player this season i think he is one of the weakest in terms of strategy because uh -huh. um a lot of what he's done has been in a uh post-merge has been a constant feud with Jeremy that he won't let go. And like, while he will work with him on occasions, it just was a ongoing feud that he would not let go. Uh, and this episode, we saw one of the greatest examples of Ben being led. Like, like I, you said that, you know, he had a choice to do whatever he wanted and people kind of like listen to and kind of trust him in it a little bit. And I think that, yeah, he has some, some connections with people like Denise, but I think that we saw the most, prominently this episode where uh tony and sarah knew that they needed ben to be fine with working with jeremy and to get out nick but the whole problem was they they knew that it couldn't have been they couldn't say hey we need to work with jeremy they they needed to say you need hey hey ben uh nick's been doing some stuff and ben's like oh we gotta, gotta, gotta get out nick and so <laughs> <laughs> instantly instantly tony and sarah did the perfect manipulation that you know sandra did the same thing this season where you know just just you know say say the right name at the right time and ben is going to be somebody who freaks out and thinks that it, it was his whole idea and you know that that's a point to tony and sarah's game they, they got ben to do what they wanted without you know any sacrifice to them and so i, I don't think ben's playing a great game yeah i i really loved how they kind of like put these scenes right next to each other where sarah's like all right you know we need to get ben to work with us and then we have sarah talking to him and then tony talking to him and they're kind of using like the same language where it's like all right ben like do do what you need but you know nick might be the better idea you know but if you want to go jeremy we can but nick might be the bigger threat in the end <laughs> mm -hmm. i think this goes back to like all the way 
like first episode or two where we get that funny scene where Rob just completely like hypnotizes Ben. Yeah, melts his brain. Who who brought up my name, Ben? Who's who's talking about me? I know I know who said it, but I'm not gonna say it. It's been really fun to have Ben at the center of all of these like manipulation type moves, whether it's Rob against him or him against Adam or now with Tony and Sarah. And I just like how this season at least is kind of like highlighting, you know, more aspects of that manipulation. And yeah, part of that kind of leading me towards maybe we're getting Ben the final three where he will, you know, try and claim all these great plans and we're just going to be like, Oh, ben, no, you freaking me. idiot. Yeah, that's what I was <laughs> thinking. And, and that's why he can't, yeah. he can't sit next to Tony and Sarah, because Tony and Sarah be like, Ben be like, I came up with this great move to get out Nick. And then Tony and Sarah can snicker and go, nah, 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 bro. <laughs> you, you got played big. Yeah. You got played big time. So I'm just curious, like, what Ben is thinking, like, his argument will be. Because, like, we, we understand why Sarah thinks she can stand up to Tony, but I'm not sure what Ben's kind of mindset is. Hopefully right, Ben... Does hopefully Ben doesn't do the redemption? I was like, well, I had this really great idea from Sarah and Tony to tell me to do that, and I'm all the way here now, thanks to these two. <laughs> yeah, and, and so that's why I ask. Like Ben is very likely in the final three should Tony and Sarah get their way, but he's just a goat at the end of the day. And we've talked about it before, where in a season with all winners, it's very hard to imagine somebody being taken as a goat and yet here we are with that <laughs> like it happening happening exactly yeah ben and denise are both sort of in that position right now more so ben than denise yeah but... i can i can see like denise as being you know a someone who won't be able to pull out all the votes even if she you know may have a chance at a few uh but ben is definitely kind of someone we just repeatedly see like poor gameplay and not having good relationships with people and not like getting any good reactions from the jury so if he does end up in a third seat it'll probably get torn apart zero yeah. vote finalist with 19 members of the jury so so we're so we're voting out nick right voting yeah, yeah, out yeah. nick easy yeah. vote nick, we got it all figured course. out right yeah, uh -huh. yeah, yeah oh yeah nothing can yeah. possibly no go wrong <laughs> What could go wrong Easy at vote. the immunity challenge? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, Nick wins! I oh, This was a total gosh. surprise. I did not wait, see this coming wait, at wait, all. Wait, wait, wait. This was the one thing that we couldn't let happen. <laughs> yeah. The one I thought thing. immediately when I saw this that they were going to switch to Michelle. But no, it, it was a completely different uh, narrative that came about right after that. It's, it was a really interesting like post challenge discussion because it wasn't just like you know like you said just a swap to the next person it was kind of like an open discussion of who they kind of wanted to go uh and this is this when tony goes back up in the tree or is that the the second part of the episode that's the, i think that's the this episode is it it's this episode but i think it was yeah. the second part i think it was the okay second part. okay well yeah yeah it is okay yeah so th this one is interesting uh and it, it kind of comes back to, like, this Ben versus Jeremy type of thing where, you know, Jeremy is doing what's best for his game. And if we're kind of, like, trying to look through the lens of Tony and Sarah, because that's the perspective the show's kind of been giving us lately, you know, they have two different ways to go. But it it's just an instance of, like, trying to work with one one side, but also making it so everyone's happy. 
and it's it's really fun because like you know the whole the whole first part of the episode we're, we're taught like all right we're gonna trick ben into you know you're like let's work with jeremy just this once let's suspend mm-hmm. the war put the war on hold you know play the hold music we'll be fine let's vote out nick so nick gets immunity and ben's like well i gotta get out jeremy that the war's back on and and tony and sarah are like you know what we've already played him once this time let's 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 just do it let, 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 let's do his little war so we can get that over with and we'll, we'll continue on with our game next episode and it led to a lot of really good stuff and a lot of good discussions at tribal about you know just trust in the game and i, I think that was a good point to put that whole narrative of trust in the game mm-hmm. uh and, and how it affects you afterwards because um Ben and Jeremy are two people who probably outside of the game would be very good friends, care about each other, and, you know, trust each other a lot. But here, every, everything is different, and they, they are the two, I think, that held the most personal grudge during this whole uh, season so far. Can I just say that this tribal council, well, well, both tribal councils in this episode were, like, very, very great discussions. Uh, like more so than what we've seen most mm-hmm. recently, partially because of whisper, whisper, whisper. Who voting out? Please, TV. You got to remind me here, buddy. But I was really pleased with the, both of the tribals in this episode. Yeah, this this yeah. first tribal was really long, but we got a lot of time to like check in with every single person, and they all kind of told their story about time after the game. And this is something, you know, if you're, like, looking at interviews or whatever, you can find. But it's cool to see it on the show. And it's like that you can't really get in anything other than a, a an all-winner season. And, you know, those personal moments, you know, the same thing goes along with uh, yeah, Denise's tattoos uh, that she mentioned very early in this episode mm-hmm. where she's going to get endure on one hand and let go on another. Like, mm-hmm. it's those moments that, you know, we're, we're taking these people who, you know, for the most part, they are characters on our TV, but they give them that personal aspect of, you know, Denise being taught by a survivor, something that she wants to put into practice in her own life. And how they also talked about how Survivor affected them afterwards, and 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 and, and a lot of it was that Enduring Let Go. Was this episode called Enduring Let Go? If not, it should have been. No, it was just called like the pen, penultimate episode. Penultimate Stupid, Enduring Let Go. Penultimate step in the yeah. war. I'm, com- oh. I'm coming in, CBS. Watch out. Yeah, episode titles <laughs> this season, not, not that great. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, and all that, like, what they learn from survivor we get a lot of that in reunions obviously but to see it like happening in the moment is really uncommon and that again is another benefit of having such a long episode because we get to just spend time on that i feel like in very early seasons it was very common uh yeah but they kind of that kind of got lost in like the heat of the game in more recent seasons, and when, they, when they threw out the survival part of Survivor, they yeah, also yeah. lost a lot of like the like struggle with survival as well. I think one way that they could, and I I saw this a lot this episode, and this is something that I really think that if, if CBS were, were were like paying attention to their episodes and how they're received, they would find out that this episode had a lot of reception, a positive reception towards the people in general. Because while yeah, they're trying to make the, I think they're trying to make the show a little bit less of a struggle in terms of survival and stuff on them and like not showing that as much 
But instead, they did things like, you know, we've been seeing the paints come out a lot. Mm -hmm. And by giving them, yeah. like, those little things, like, even if they're not part of a reward, I don't mind them having, like, paints to keep them busy and paint cups and stuff because it leads yeah. to more interesting conversations. So instead of having those things where they're all carrying large pieces of wood through the forest, <laughs> which obviously is draining them and they're all tired of and sick of it, yeah, have a little wood pile that, you know, is easy to access for them. Sure, I, I don't mind that little bit of the show being lost, but... Give them something to do, something that's not just walk and sit on the beach. I, you know, and, and I, you know, I, I like the little the little conversation between Michelle and Sarah that that we'll get to uh, soon. That was like, while well, 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 Michelle was just lazily painting her <laughs> her her mug, that was good. That was wonderful, and I think that that type of stuff, like arts and just like little mini activities, like uh, we saw the little ring toss game that Rob had in, and and was also Classic. made on the other tribe. Yeah, like those are great little things and great little, uh, I don't know, set pieces almost. And, and like the yeah. calendar at the start of the episode was something the we calendar. got a really cool scene yeah. out of because they yeah. were able to make it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I yeah, feel like I'm seeing event director MC coming out planning <laughs> his aesthetic. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, to throw it back to season two where, uh, God, what's his name? The, the, the runner-up. Colby. Colby. He had a whole confessional about how the fire is, like, your TV. And it's just this really sad, like, moment where they're all just staring at the fire. And to contrast that with now, where they do have all this stuff, it's just, like, so much better. Because they're talking more. You know, we get all this character development. Um, it seems less depressing. <laughs> they're living their life they're living their life it's on the fun. island they need more bowling yeah. alleys really i don't know i remember the uh buddy <laughs> system on steroids this season the, the what the buddy system on steroids uh this season was oh god actually oh. yeah <laughs> and that was their, their representation really in the show of old school play of rob being like let's all sit here and stare at the fire this is what we used to do watch how we do this kid i'm gonna stay the the by day i'm gonna the stare future at the is now old man home. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't have no fang with electricity. We sat in front of the fire for days. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now that we, we've talked quite a bit about like the, the fun moments of Survivor, uh, let's go back to the advantages because there's a coin flip. <laughs> there is a oh coin boy. flip. Uh, it, I don't know. I kind of hoped it would have been more exciting. I just felt Can like it was a little bit more. Oh, what's up, Can we talk you? about the look? Jeremy was giving Michelle oh. the look. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. It's so bad. I Jeremy, like, Jeremy has become like a meme him, portrait please. at this point. Jeremy staring at Nick during uh, the immunity challenge. The poll challenge. The, yeah. yeah, the poll challenge. And now his face is like, when Michelle is, uh, dare I say, 50-50 on who to play the coin for. Uh -huh. <laughs> More of a 25-25 coin. She played it on herself. Something like that. It landed on safe. Didn't really matter. Yeah, overall, just yeah, kind of like underwhelming. I thought anything. I thought there was gonna be like a giant like dramatic flipping of the coin, Slow but then I realized motion. they probably don't have enough camera angles for that. So that's yeah. why Jeff's like, oh yeah, just do it on the table. <laughs> just waiting for it to go to epic slow motion, just like show everyone's faces. Yeah. Well, and then see, it just it lands. lands on the table, and then the fleur de lis starts glowing because. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff's like, you are safe. Here's your hidden immunity idol. Just Adam rises from the fire. 
Yeah, what's that? What's that game? What's that game with the um with the the the, the, the I think it's an elephant that shoots the stuff up in the air like the kids game like the little uh, toy bike. Oh, oh my god. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. They they should have they should have put the token exactly in that so it would like fly up into the air, <laughs> fire in the air. Like, that'd be fun. Put in some confetti with it. It'd be, Jeff be like, all right, now load the ceremonial confetti into the elephant and just. Yeah, yeah. That, oh gosh. Good. All right. That, now, now we've now we've got it. CBS, call me. And then oh, we can have Michelle, Michelle with the catchphrase that every kid says when they win the game. I win! Yeah. <laughs> True. It lands on the table, right on its side. It wobbles a little bit. <laughs> I was waiting for the coin to land on end and not land on a face. Yeah, just sit there. <laughs> uh... But, you know, whatever. She's safe. It doesn't matter. Yeah, the... So, so the, the the split went. Uh, they did a split vote where the boys, which was, hold on, I got the thing here. We had, uh, all right, somebody else said I can't to- get it. Right. Tony, no, to- to- Tony, Tony, Ben, ben and Nick. Nick. <laughs> Tony, Ben, and Nick went for Jeremy, and then the girls, uh, Denise and Sarah, went Michelle. And it didn't matter that Michelle. I mean, it did matter that Michelle's uh, votes were nullified because we we brought this up when we were talking before the uh, the recording, where you know if Michelle had played the the token on on Jeremy. She would have went home. So yeah, absolutely, no, that's fine. Home. Yeah. Are we sure would've that Nick would have wanted to work for Ben more than Michelle? Uh, there's still the chance he flips again. That, I guess that actually is a fair argument. But there's a chance. But, I still but hey, think it we'll never been know. Four, three. We'll never know. I think Nick probably yeah. would have wanted to stay with Tony because that's the way he ended up going. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what I'm thinking. Speaking of Nick. I have no idea why he's sticking with Tony and Sarah. And obviously, like, we have, we know the feature. He gets voted out immediately after. But, like, even beforehand, I I don't understand how he sees that as his better option than trying to make a play with Michelle and Jeremy. Yeah, well, his idea, right, because we heard about it, last time is that he wants to go to the end with michelle and denise and he just mm-hmm. needs to get tony and sarah out of there uh why he isn't mobilizing soon enough i th- I think that's because tony and sarah just have so much influence right now right they they had jeremy and they had ben this episode so i think him getting rid of jeremy he's thinking okay like now i'm taking power away from tony yeah no no he, he absolutely thinks like Okay, I um Jeremy is still someone I have to get out before final three. He's still a powerful player. Yeah, I'm sure Nick Nick is not dumb. He's definitely thinking Tony's still a target. Sarah's still a target. But you know who is the target that's actually reasonable right now? Somebody who we know does not have an idol. It, it, it yeah, you know true. it's Jeremy. And you yeah. know obviously the, the the scary thing is you know I don't know how much Nick knew about. The, I mean he knew about the split, but mm-hmm. uh so that that'd be dumb if if uh. The token was played on him, and, uh, and Michelle went home. And he brings up the the idol too. And I think it's really interesting in this episode. They're like, "Oh, everyone knows. Everyone knows that uh, Jeremy got the token from or the coin from Michelle." And nobody's like talking about how Tony also was like, "Hey, Sarah, do you want me to play my idol for you?" Yeah. So I'm not sure if yeah, everybody no. forgot or like what the story is there. But I feel like. No, but it Jeremy didn't screaming need to is be what matters since nobody threw Tony's name out there. Mm-hmm. Since yeah. nobody was worried about that idol. Uh so Jeremy, unfortunately for Fred and Jeremy, gets voted out. 
uh, walks down and it, it's funny because he's like, all right, who, who did that? Who did that? And it reminded me a lot of Cambodia when I think one of his allies got blindsided or maybe it was in San Juan del Sur when he got voted out. It's just like this moment of like, okay, you know, I'm out. That sucks. I need to know who did this to me. And Tony fesses up and then Tony doesn't get any fire tokens. And I don't know if he would have, but Jeremy decides to give them both to Michelle. Tony doesn't want yeah. fire tokens. Tony Tony <laughs> wants the game, and he and he knows that Jeremy respects moves. So yeah. I, I think that, that that's the play. Yeah, I mean that's definitely like Tony should have spoken up in that in that situation. Uh, what I think yeah. is interesting is that the two fire tokens that Michelle gets become very relevant uh, in the upcoming bit of the episode yeah, here. Almost immediately, yeah. So they head back to camp. Uh, Michelle's very upset. Nick's kind of waffling between. <laughs> where where he should be with the the group that's left but yeah it Tilly we, we've talked a lot about the scene between michelle and sarah with with the painted cups just because i feel like it does leave a really big impact uh and kind of like gives us a bit of foresight into what might happen in the next uh part of the game so yeah, uh when michelle said eh. that that line uh it depends it's all a matter of perspective that that hit <laughs> the, the dug deep. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm wondering how much that will kind of take root into Sarah, or if it's something that she'll blow off and just kind of think, I, oh no, like I'm she's hoping just it kind of does. Because I I really want to see Sarah win this game, and if she's against Tony, I don't know, like if that's going to be the case, even if she does. Yeah, but we've, I guess, heard, we've heard Sarah time and time again. Again, it's a matter of perspective. Talk about, she wants to go up against the best of the best, and then she wants to win. And if that means going up against Tony, I don't know if she can win that. But And the thing is, Mich- Michelle's really great in in, in this, because, like, you know, like you said, she she comes back and, and she, and she kind of lays into Nick. And, and like, Michelle on this warpath was something that we really needed this season, I think, because this was Mm -hmm. the moment of someone finally slapping everybody else (laughs) in the game and saying, hey, uh, so, you know, I understand. Yeah, Survivor's a game of timing and all, but, you know, there is a limited amount of time to do stuff. So, hey, if you want to do something, you know, I'm just sitting here trying to help you win the game, Nick. I'm just trying to help you win the game, Sarah. And... That that's really good, and Michelle finally doing that, you know, and and her and the, the rest of the story of this episode, I think, for her was exactly what we needed. And you know, Michelle's always been good this entire season. She's always yeah, been, you she's know, been having great. great quips with with uh with Jeff and everything. But this episode, I hope this continues into the finale because if Michelle has any path to the end and to win, you know, whether it's like with Ben and um the 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 returnee, I think Michelle could win against Ben and oh. the returnee. Uh, Natalie or or Denise, you know, I absolutely think that that she could she could pull it off, and uh, this is the moment that she could do it. That it's all about perception, and, and uh, I think that that hits Sarah. Of course, Sarah, of course, thinks that her perception uh, is like I said earlier. Um, in perspective, might be everything t- for the jury, and so they're seeing Tony make a lot of flashy moves, but they also, where they're at camp, seeing the perspective of sarah being a kind person and 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 again smoothing over tony's game so you know i'm sure that's what sarah's like defense was why she went immediately to the confessional and said you know michelle's full of it i know what i'm doing and Mm -hmm. i you know again i i I defend sarah and her thoughts here 
I don't think that's going to win her the game, but I, I defend her thoughts. I feel like on here we talk a lot about the how the edit uh, portrays winners, especially, you know, because Sivas is constantly balancing, do we make it obvious, uh, you know, uh, and lately they've been following this strategy of just kind of sprinkle it in, uh, make sure they're present throughout the entire season, you know, we saw that last season uh, a lot, but uh, I don't know, this season I've really felt like Tony's victory seems so inevitable, but now I'm wondering, you know, M Michelle, she, she's been popping up, like, since the swap. See, uh, Michelle, she, 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 Michelle yeah. reminds me a lot of Dean from last season, uh, where he kind of started off a little quiet, and then he just kind of gained more and more momentum uh, and until he had this explosive finale of, like, he was pretty much the center of the whole thing. Uh, yeah, and, and still didn't win. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I feel like with Michelle, like, she does have like this kingslayer arc going potentially like she's rallying the troops right now maybe it's not going to get her far enough but i feel like we're down for at least an interesting showdown i, I he has I, to get denise and, and whoever yeah. returns she has to get denise and whoever returns the problem is denise is loyal to ben and mm -hmm. whoever returns we don't know who they're going to be loyal to but uh, it, it, michelle would have to strike exactly then on that yeah. exact person it's, uh, it's yeah it's so... gonna be like right at the beginning of the episode honestly <laughs> and if if denise ben michelle and the returnee make like a final four pact like as soon as they get back that could work to knock the other two out uh if it's a three three split things get a little hairy because the other side has idols mm -hmm. uh ben has an idol too though but uh Advantage getting two is on its way. <laughs> yeah. Denise, no. Yeah, it's going to be wild. The, yeah, it's interesting looking at the numbers coming up, and it's kind of a question of, like, how much influence do Tony and Sarah really have over, like, Ben, really? Because I, like, yeah. I feel like Denise still wants to work with, like, that Sarah and, and Ben group, like we see later on in this episode, uh, even if Tony's not there. <laughs> Uh, I, I'm curious if she would be someone to kind of flip over and work with the returner because See, throughout the season, she hasn't necessarily been very loyal to anybody, whether it was Adam or Jeremy or she's talking about Ben now. It just feels like, you know, she's she's working on getting herself through the game. Uh, quick question: uh, the the the, fi the final tribal that uh, idols can be played is five, right? Yeah. Yes. So we still have yeah. two oh. tribal councils left. Yeah, and so Denise's whole thing is part of why it's so fr watching the show from this point is so frustrating because after Jeremy's voted out, then Michelle, you know, goes and starts, you know, getting everybody going. But now it's a little too late, it feels like. You <laughs> it, know, because, like, the longer everyone takes to get rid of the the top dogs like Tony and Sarah, the less chance you have to actually do it. Yeah, it's kind of a battle between, like, what the people who probably aren't going to win should be doing, what's in their best interest, uh, versus, like, you know, the influence and control of the people on top. And that's... I, what I think is really fun about kind of like the end game of Survivor is it's like, okay, here's like what the people should be doing, but will they? Will they realize yeah, that they need to kind yeah, of break yeah. away? And it's, it's just imagine if Michelle 
you know, had played with the same aggression for the last vote. You know, what if she had somehow gotten Nick on board, right? Now all they need is like Denise. Mm-hmm. And that's not impossible. Obviously she has a loyalty to Ben, but they can very easily make the argument that you can work with Ben after, but Ben's not going to take you to the end. Because Tony and Sarah are going to take Ben, and Ben just kind of has to go with that. And I, I think so, she has it in her to do it, and I think she'll really try. I think it's just a yeah, question but, of will they. Yes. <laughs> and whoever the attorney the other... is has to come back with an idol. If that person doesn't come back with an idol, if it's not Natalie, and it's not Tyson, and it's not Rob, that person... Uh, very well could go home they, they, yeah, uh, yeah. They, immediately. They have to come back with an idol or else they're going to be in big trouble. Or mm. win immunity, obviously. Yeah, either that or they some, uh, like they're in on like a huge play very first tribal next episode. Yeah, because I'm, like, I'm thinking I, I see it either one of those two directions three directions, them winning tribal, uh, but if if that doesn't happen, they could very well easily, like, immediately go home again. I, I'm thinking through Tony's perspective where, because he's been in control of, you know, so many of the past votes, where a returner comes in, and I just feel like he would think, okay, I have my final three. This person is only going to be a disruptor. I want to get rid of them as soon as possible. And that's what makes me feel like there's such a The disruptor difficult... is such an opening. Yeah, it's an opportunity yeah, it's, for everybody it, it, it else. It is. It definitely is. The problem is that it doesn't feel like it's going to be enough sans playing the idol and forcing it, right? Because yeah. looking at the fire that we have left, there's absolutely no scenario where any combination of them can get Tony and Sarah out. Because... Tony and Sarah just have too much influence over Ben, and that's enough. Unless Sarah too much influence and an idol, mm-hmm. and an idol, yes. So we bring in the sixth, and suddenly we have a tie and a bunch of idols. So it maybe I'm just pessimistic, but it feels less <laughs> about. Uh, it, it's not a question of will these people make the play now yeah. or won't they? It's more that. Will the people with the votes put them in the right spot so that they don't get idled away? So, speculation time. Uh, Wait, uh, did we go over the second uh, episode? No, no, we have talked about the episode maybe twice. Hear me out. Okay, well, I mean, I mean, okay, okay, go, go ahead, TV, go ahead. Uh, So, returnee comes back in. Michelle finally cracks that Sarah egg. <laughs> Sarah flips on Tony. Okay. But for a blind side, gets Tony to play the idol on, on her. her. That would be the Tony's play. Now, it would and be I was actually considering that right now because that, that is the only like, – like right now, as I see it, in any final six tribal or final five tribal. So final five tribal might be advantage get in where only one person is not immune. That that, that could be another real cerise situation we have. Uh and of those people who would be not immune, it would be between Sarah and 
Denise uh, would be the only two that could that could be in that spot. I think because yeah. um, Ben has an idol. I, I guess Michelle would be too, but um, I'm also assuming the, assuming the attorney has an idol. Something like that happens. And I think it'd be about Sarah's spot where if she wants to win the game, that would be her one and only opportunity to not only flip on Tony, but also to claim the game. Yeah. And, and we know that Tony is willing to be creative with his idols. Like I definitely oh, yeah. see, you know, where he, w- I mean, we just saw it last episode where it's like yeah, he would he's totally yeah. willing to play his idol on someone like sarah mm-hmm. so if so you think he can just go out so. there and get it again <laughs> just run back out you know like play my yeah. idol go back out go go for a run you know <laughs> go 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 <laughs> and so michelle has a lot of options right now and that's the big thing is michelle is causing a warpath that's opening up the, the the door to the finale not being a boring tony fest as much as i love tony it could be very much a, a boring tony fest but luckily michelle also knows that she wants two million dollars and so yeah. she she gets to go into the immunity challenge on a warpath having planted her seeds and uh what happens then tune uh she she, she plants her fire tokens too right into nick's hands uh, oh yeah <laughs> we have a whole yeah. extinction segment where everyone's like running around uh just to kind of make it short i guess when they were talking about the the throne of stone right the first thing i thought of was the little rock out in the beach where chris yeah. underwood was last uh in his season that, that, that's where my mind went to <laughs> where he read his note <laughs> but apparently there was a very clear chair looking object uh on one of the other rocky beaches but they pull out i remember i feel like this rock wasn't here last no that's that's what i was thinking too because this is where like aubrey had her training session yeah so they definitely like got rocks there or maybe it's just a beach and it all looks the same (laughs) but (laughs) she pulls out this disadvantage advantage the the show is kind of loose in how they defined it uh but basically she gets a thing that she can send into the game for however many tokens she wants that will give someone as a disadvantage in the upcoming immunity challenge. And they were talking about sending it to like someone who wasn't Nick, I guess, but Denise. Yeah, like Denise. But then they send it to Nick. And Nick has six and Nat is asking for eight. So Nick goes to Michelle and she just got two more tokens from Jeremy. And I I'm really curious, like what a reality would be like if Michelle didn't get those tokens and if Nick would like try to go to anybody else or if he'd just have to let it go. Yeah, I, don't I know. think he would have had to go to somebody else. I'm not like, really sure like who else Nick trusts at this point in the game though. He'd go or to who Denise. Wants to work with him. Yeah, Denise, yeah, Denise yeah, got cash. Denise would give a, a small <laughs> cash infusion. Denise stuff. would be yeah. like the Gra- only grandma other giving out the allowance. <laughs> <laughs> but would she have enough for rice though? That is the question. Mm. Definitely. <laughs> so we have the, you know, this the rumored immunity challenge <laughs> that was supposed to happen. Uh, inter- interesting start where Jeff's like, all right, here's the disadvantage. Uh, anybody else thought it was going to be on Tony? I, I think 100%. everyone thought it was going to be on Tony. <laughs> I was like... Well, Tony thought who, it was be on who Tony. could add the most <laughs> yeah, chaos? Hmm. I think Ben thought it was going to be on Tony. <laughs> yeah. Maybe even Nick thought it at one point. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote so down Ben. Ben. Wow. But it might just be on Tony for all I know. <laughs> so it, it really interesting like consequences for the way Nick used this disadvantage that we can kind of get 
into as we go, but uses it on Ben. And I, it definitely, like, changes the outcome of the challenge, it seems like. Maybe, yeah. you know, Ben had, like, extra motivation to work hard, but, you know, he cleared that extra bit he was given super fast, and he was at the end with everybody else. I feel like the advantages and disadvantages this season have been really potent. Like, uh, you know, sometimes you get some advantages, like uh, your your whole handhold is a little wider or whatever, and you're like, how much does that really help? But like this season, we've had you get to skip the section in the edge return challenge. You don't have to dig a hole, or you which, have to do you know, like so much more in this challenge. It, it's yeah, definitely like, left an impact. 30% extension of a challenge. That is brutal. It's very or the extortion challenge where it's like, you just don't even get to play. You don't get to do the yeah. challenge. <laughs> yeah. Which like is cool in the sense that we can put ourselves in that position and be like, oh yeah, this is significantly easier or harder. But, you know, classic Survivor, is it too impactful on the game? Mm, I don't know. I think there's a point in Survivor, and I don't want to derail too far because we, we do have the rest of the episode to talk about, but there is a definite point, I think, that I've had in Survivor, and this and this season's made it feel more comfy, where I understand that the show is not strictly about the social game and playing the challenges right and getting to the end. It's also navigating whatever Jeff Probst's team can, can cook up in his kitchen, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, 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 you know, yes, you might get screwed. You very well might get serried. And, you know, guess what? You're on the Jeff Probst roller coaster. And, and you know, we know it's we're making a television show. So Just wild ride. You're still going to walk out with, with a little bit of money for your, for your time on the show. So uh, just do your best to... Pay attention, I guess. So I, I don't, I, you know, I used to be very angry at all of the advantages and stuff, but this season, especially with the twist of fire tokens, mm -hmm. I'm fine with it because you know what? I'm having a great time watching and things like Tony being like, oh, the extortion challenge this is the greatest thing that's ever happened. And it's like, <laughs> it's being played against yeah. you. And, and you know, you know what? That that wouldn't have happened on earlier Survivor seasons. They wouldn't have allowed that. This season, you know what? T Tony's face that it was it was it was worth it. It was worth this it. Is Absolutely. <laughs> well, if, if that meant Tony going home, you know what? I I would have been fine with it because it would have been a funny end to his arc. You know, it may have sucked, but you know what? I I could defend the game of Survivor for a long time, but I also am now willing to defend the game of uh 2020 survivor <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like that's where i am with a lot of these advantages and like you see some you know bunch of people like complaining on internet you know be it uh previous contestants or just you know fanboys are like it was better in the old days but at the end of the day it's a television show it's an entertainment product and they want to make the most fun experience for the viewer even if that does mean the game's a little less fair yeah, and I am of the mindset that even though RNG in general, whether it's like video games or a in-person game, um, it, RNG on paper sucks, but without it... You don't get the, Minecraft. It's a necessary yeah, whatever, evil. Whatever, whatever, whatever the thing is becomes extremely stale very quickly. Yeah. You know, it, RNG creates variation, which is important, as long as it doesn't go overboard, which, you know, like, I think we all agreed this season hasn't, but there's definitely been parts of seasons where 
it was very clear that there's an issue. Yeah. Even though in general, I think it's perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. Michelle dances. Yeah. <laughs> that was oh, yeah. really cute. She won. She won. Yeah. She did it. No one's she excited, twice, though. though. She, she danced when she was safe on the coin. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's cool. <laughs> and then she did it again. And we're like, okay. Because dancing Michelle's just a thing. <laughs> well, let's not forget, before the challenge started, uh, we got the history repeating itself with, uh, well, Michelle's being chaotic. I think she's a safe vote. Nothing could possibly go wrong towards yeah. this community challenge. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's Michelle. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's just what Survivor does whenever you, you have a solid plan before <laughs> in the edit. <laughs> yeah, they, they did a lot of good this episode in terms of the editing for like showing us you know the the fun character moments but man i really wish that we didn't have to like do the same formula every single time the same song and dance. <laughs> like, yeah. i get it all right so we're back at camp and denise is playing the oh it's okay you guys can vote me out strategy I'm on my deathbed. And <laughs> and they're like, all right, no, I yeah, Denise, like, don't worry, we're not voting you out. Let me die comfortably. Uh, unless. <laughs> unless? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, so Nick, with the disadvantage, he's like, all right, I'm going to create some chaos with this. I'm going to shake things up. And Nick kind of, like, gets sort of what he wanted. Like, he, you know, he's picking Tony's brain and, like, starting to create these new ideas of you know, different ways to go. Uh, and it's interesting seeing, like, the the plans changing here and not in a way where it's like, oh, we're scrambling. Let's do this. Let's do this. It's like, okay, here's a plan. Here's another plan. And, like, here's the third plan. Whether it's Ben for the fire-making threat or Denise because it's, you know, just something they can get through right now or Nick because he obviously doesn't want to work with Tony and Sarah. And it's interesting because, like, you have you have Ben, who would be the target, and I'm sure that that did Nick did Nick br- bring that up himself. Nick brought yes. that up himself, and, yeah. and so 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 Nick obviously is like, you got to watch out for Ben. He could beat you at uh, fire fire making, and, and but you know, with the with the existing plan of Denise, you know, any word of that being like the alternate plan being Ben, you know, Ben and Denise are close, mm-hmm. and so. And so, if your options are between two people on the same alliance, they're going; th- those two people of that alliance are going to figure it out and be like, uh, "Actually, Uno reverse card, don't 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 be talking smack about us." Because in a game where you have like this few people left, you know, two people is a lot of people that can do a lot of damage. That's the reason why Tony and Sarah do so well, and why they were the swing votes this time around. And we got the return of the spy nest, <laughs> which gives Tony, you know, <laughs> yes. really useful information. Uh, I'm glad they brought it back. It was really fun. He still hasn't been noticed. <laughs> yeah, it, it, somebody better it, notice him. It's amazing. <laughs> I need my points. How we go from Tony spy shacking, it works. Tony spy shacking, it does not work twice. And yet here we are in an all winter season. You just gotta climb a tree. No ladder necessary. And there you go. No ladder necessary. <laughs> Just spy, spy nested up, and it just works. And it seems like the information was like really good too, because Denise is like, mm-hmm. "All right, let's get rid of Tony. Like, let's <laughs> let's have it be us." <laughs> and he's like, okay, hold on. <laughs> uh, Although I wonder if Sarah led her to it, because she knows mm-hmm. there was a spy nest by the water well. 
Yeah, and I'm and Tony definitely like fessed up. He's like, oh yeah, like I heard you guys just talking at the well. Yeah, but she wasn't like struck by it. Like, wow, you went back to the spy. She actually was like, yeah. No, I I was I was paint I was like really confused by that. So I like was trying to figure out what they were what he, Tony was talking about. He said I heard them talking at the well, like mm. excluding Sarah. Yeah. And I'm like, how does Sarah not think that <laughs> she was included in that? Part of me feels like that was just you know Sarah controlling herself for Tony's sake. Yeah, maybe. Uh, it could also just be, you know, Tony trusting Sarah, so anything Sarah said in that moment could just be her trying to get more info from the other people. Yeah, mm-hmm. true. That's that's probably the most likely scenario. Yeah, so then Tony comes down and says, like, oh yeah, I heard them saying all this stuff. And the defense is what Tony learned from that is, you know, you know, Denise might be saying, Sarah and Ben, you need to vote out Tony, but... Tony's also smart enough to know his allegiance with Sarah and Ben well and know that, all right, if Denise is plotting, uh, th- th- he, wh- what that information was him was uh, Sarah and Ben are good two people to stick with as long as possible because I can beat them. Denise, a, a third party, just confirmed it, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, I, 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 you know, it doesn't actually result in a much of a, a – a tactical change from Tony, but it does help him to know. Like, I don't even think it makes him have distrust in Denise because I think Tony's smart enough to know that everybody's there playing the game. Of course, people are going to say stuff like that. So, you know, and, and that's why they're able to, I, I think, work with Denise. Mm-hmm. And that could definitely be important going into this last, going into the finale. Um, little things like that, little like seeds, yeah. little shifts in For trust sure. could definitely be impactful when you know maybe sarah does try to make a play and then those things come into play so moving into the tribal council we have the six of everybody together and it it's it's a lot like the last one and i think it really helps having the numbers down a bit where like no one's really scrambling too much everyone has like an idea of what they're doing in their head they're sat down uh it's just not like a lot of you know crazy stuff going on some people call it a kind of a boring episode uh, that part but i didn't mind it being a little bit more chill because again we are like on the precipice of the big conclusion so right now a little bit of calm and just hearing people's like legitimate thoughts about the survivor and this specific season Mm -hmm. is very well feedback survey (laughs) yeah (laughs) It, it definitely feels like when you're kind of like you know like with a group of friends and late at night and you're all just like hanging out and like the the deep conversation starts up and you're just like vibing it, it's definitely <laughs> yeah. that that sort of feel True. vibing absolutely that's how <laughs> right <laughs> uh yeah so nick nick goes home bye uh, bye darn. <laughs> yeah man imagine Imagine not voting out Ben and then getting voted out immediately after. Really, really tragic for Nick. Crazy. Imagine. Yeah. Dude, imagine. The, like, oh, it's crazy how easily he could have just switched his vote and been in a much better position. Oh, imagine. Or, or, like, if he doesn't play the disadvantage on Ben, Ben probably wins immunity and then they go and vote Michelle out. So, Which would be good like... for Nick, or, or maybe they smarten up and find out. Oh wait, we can vote Sarah out. Wait, she she's <laughs> eligible for votes. Didn't even realize. No, no. After nine tribal councils, I finally lose my second player. 
Yeah, wow. it's <laughs> cra- crazy episode for TV having Michelle and Nick this week. Like a- everything that happened was <laughs> under TV's umbrella. Yeah. So, so it's only fitting that Nick goes home too. The comeback yeah. is real. It's he, fair. He completely fair deserved fair. it. Literally, yeah. all he had to do was vote for Ben in the previous round. That was it. That was literally it, and he would still be in the game, almost guaranteed. He, but he would not what? only he be didn't. in the game; he'd be in a he'd be in a much better place. And yes, he, he, oh, he, I'm he, so he, mad. I'm so angry. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh my wait, god, wait, dude. Oh, wait, hold on. Do you do you, have, you you don't even have Nick on your on your on your list? I little, have little, Jeremy little on my fan. team. Jeremy was my last person, and Nick. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, that's why you're really mad. You don't care about Nick. Nick. You care about Jeremy. Yes. (laughs) I care about Nick. I'm perfect. I'm perfect. Nick Nick is an idiot. (laughs) Every time Fred loses a player, we go voting out Jeremy. (laughs) Oh, dude, it's I I can't believe he he actually just he he totally deserves it. Yeah, MC, we just gotta let him burn himself out. Voted out after. I, I I like Nick. I I, I think he made a, a a not great move, but I think he's still a very smart <laughs> <Yeah>. player. <laughs> I, I feel course, like yeah, no, Nick's fine. The worst. I feel like this Man, season. He... I don't. I don't know how he made that decision and thought it was correct. I feel this season he did a lot more of a favor for the Nick brand than he did his <laughs> other season. <laughs> uh, that is uh, true. Yeah. I will give him that. Man, to think. He almost went home day one on David versus Goliath. I know. <laughs> if it wasn't for a wave, <laughs> it's actually sad. So, so that, yeah. we head I, over I, to normally, the yeah, normally that would bring us to the end of the episode there, but I, I checked the time. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, this Jeff, some, what are you doing, Jeff? Just more minutes. <laughs> I was about to Wait. say, oh gosh, are they doing it? Are they going to bring someone back now? Yeah, it's funny because like, we've been saying for the past couple weeks, oh, they're never going to. Like, We've been theorizing, well, what if they ended the episode with the comeback? So like, no, they can't do that. This is Survivor. Every episode must end with the vote out. Yeah, so like we're starting this, and I'm like, oh my goodness, like I I don't have any of the points ready for the return. We didn't make any concrete predictions for who's coming back. Like this is all wrong, and we just keep <laughs> like going and going and going. I'm like, all right, they're gonna do it any minute now. Like they still have plenty of time to fit a challenge in. Uh, but no, we're just like hanging out with Amber. <laughs> I'm gonna that, miss the edge of that extinction. Was, that was a very good monologue from Amber. Yeah, that it, was yeah, very. It was good. Kind of I... out of nowhere, but it was it was great yeah i I feel like they wanted to have like a bit of closure for amber because you know this is her first time coming back since all stars and they wanted to make it this big you know moment because she's probably not going to play again like this was kind of a special occasion for her like you know people like ethan or you maybe they'll come back you know now that you know think things are moving again in that space Mm -hmm. but like this really felt like the last time amber was going to be on the show and i guess they want to you know give her her moment in the sunlight they also wanted to foreshadow rob coming back into the game <laughs> <laughs> oh no that's that's been Hold done way second. earlier in the episode <laughs> true or no not the episode uh, way earlier in the season uh, yes so episode three michelle and boston rob are talking and michelle brings up her season and she's like wow nobody likes me my season that I won, and then Rob goes, doesn't matter. A win is a win. win. A win is a win. And at first I was thinking, oh my gosh, Michelle's going to win, and it seemed to have traction. But now I'm thinking, 
Prop's gonna win. Yeah. <laughs> he's gonna come back and minute. he's gonna win. Yeah. I don't approve. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I not swear okay with this outcome. Watching tw uh, tw Tony on Twitter would be the funniest thing during that. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be like, "Oh, what do you? What the heck, man? What the? Heck? I, I didn't even know about this. I wasn't even there." <laughs> uh, but yeah, just really quick about Amber's whole thing. It, it was not surprising that somebody said something along those lines of saying, like, you know, as horrible as it is, I'm gonna miss it. But like all of the you know specific things she said about it was like you know, got me a little. And it also <laughs> made me think of everyone else, you know, even if they don't have quite as much of a emotional attachment to it, seeing, like, um, Parvati talking to Danny about how this is the last time they will ever have to be on this island, I was like, oh, that's kind of crazy to think about. You know, they're, they're spending all this time on this island, and then this is literally the last time they're gonna be on it. Yeah. And it's really sad. I, like, I, I don't want to say that this season won me over on the edge. Uh, I think the edge actually could end up being a very good uh, twist to return in the future, honestly, especially with fire tokens. That, that, that made it a lot better if we have longer episodes. I... I, I I, I feel very concretely that uh, if I was if I was in charge of Survivor, I would actually want to try to keep uh, Edge of Extinction coming back uh, with the following changes. Keep the merge attorney and make the other attorney at final <laughs> eight instead or final seven uh, mm -hmm. rather than right here at final six. Just to give them a little bit more time to have a actual chance of winning without also fan backlash. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I agree. And it, it less, makes the margins a little less tight because like when someone's coming in this late, you know, it's like it suddenly introduce you know introduces this new number into all the dynamics they've been setting up already, and it's it's not entirely random, but it's really just like all right, quick, like on your feet, you know, with very small amount of people, figure out what you're doing, or yeah, send the, or send the edge losers back uh, to, to to Ponderosa at the merge one if they lose, mm -hmm. that's it, they're 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 out then. Yeah, and it's just like one, or, or yeah, and then we have a smaller one later. Yeah, there, um, there's lots of room for improvement. <laughs> yeah, definitely. the The thing with coming in so late, it simultaneously creates such a huge impact because you are suddenly one sixth of the votes. But at the same time, because it's such a small amount of people, there's so little room to actually do anything that it's also completely like irrelevant to yeah anything so like is it too impactful to come in late is it completely irrelevant yes <laughs> why don't we talk I'm... to our good friend uh natalie the the richest person in the entire world oh, <laughs> more, more rich than, than oh. even bill gates <laughs> she, she's got every fire token on her side uh and we, 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 as sad as seeing Edge go, we do get at least a nice fire token uh, jamboree at the end of the episode, too. <laughs> yeah. She bought so... everything on the menu and still had fire tokens. <laughs> yeah, and then some. Uh, so it's the like... thing with Edge is it, it has absolutely saved the season for me in more ways than one. <laughs> the very obvious Man. one being that we actually get time with the more interesting characters. But also, <laughs> Natalie, the first one voted out, got so many points throughout the season, and I was like, that's really cool. She's like really, you know, 
coming in, c- coming through, even being the first one voted out. But when I saw the number 14 next <laughs> to the little circle, I was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, and a <laughs> lot of those came no from, you know, the, the, the extortion with Tony and then the disadvantage yeah. with Nick. So it, it like seems like, you know, it's like been accumulating for so long. But really, it's just like, you know, the prices went up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, did well, I say she one? had already bought Fire peanut butter? Yeah, like she time. had. I, I, it's funny because I'm just imagining like, all right, guys, I want 14 jars of peanut butter, please. Money, <laughs> <laughs> Tyson, would you like a hidden immunity idol? She's got to get the beer, you know, treat everybody to a round. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, the pizza and beer. That's what's up. Uh, and then, yeah, she hands an idol off to Tyson. And this is also super interesting here because uh, Tyson's like, oh, man, like, that was such a, a genuine, like, heartfelt moment there. Yeah. And that makes me think of, you know, if Tyson, it, you know, ends up on the jury, and he's not back in the game. It's like that's something, you know, if if Natalie is in the final three, like, he might go and fight for her. Yeah. That's, yeah, that would be oh, huge. God. Freaking jury management. Yeah. That's what's especially like... with a jury this big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Na- I mean and Natalie's the... been there the longest time. Like she's mm-hmm. talked and made relationships with everybody there, so that's just kind of solidifying. It's like she's there and she's playing the best game she can while she's on the edge. Yeah, and so that's what's also really interesting about the edge as a concept is that it is a very direct way to influence the jury for like an extended period of time and oh yeah that's you know for all the issues with edge that's something that's like really interesting because it suddenly gives people who are voted out early due to whatever random unlucky circumstance a chance to put themselves in a really good position if they come back Mm -hmm. which is not something that you know anyone could have ever done before because once somebody's voted out that's it except for redemption island (laughs) i I mean also i want to just bring up like think about like ethan for a second if he doesn't come back and let's say natalie comes back like he spent so much time with her on edge but let's just say the other two besides natalie are tony and sarah like she wasn't on a tribe with them and she has a and Ethan has to pick who wins the two million dollars. He's not going to pick two people that he didn't know anything outside of staring at them at tri- final tribal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he might probably hang out. With <laughs> probably, yeah, I, 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 like, I don't know. I, I feel like these people have watched enough Survivor to also like this is not a jury that's going to vote super emotionally. This, I, yeah. I believe, this is like they, they understand they are on season forty, the winner season. They have to vote for who the best winner is who played the best game. Of course, they, they also know there is a emotional attachment to it. Looks at heroes versus villains, but you know, oh, <laughs> uh, don't remind me. They're, they're they're going to vote for the best player and i don't think if i i, I honestly don't i think if Ro- rob mariano wins his way back into the game plays an idol to vote out tony and <laughs> you know wins fire making against ben gets ben out and he's sitting there again against sarah michelle i think sarah still takes it i really do yeah i it's so uh, it's, hard to yeah, say. Yeah, that's like exactly. Because... It's like so interesting to think about and it's hard to know how each individual person will, you know, vote in the end. And it's also different from season 38 because there it's like none of them really knew each other at all. 
but coming into this is like everyone's seen the past seasons and everyone's you know interacted with each other out of the game so there's definitely like that sort of you know like group there uh, another thing we've talked a lot about over the season is like okay if someone has kids in a family like they might have a higher chance of getting that vote mm-hmm. yeah and so if someone like natalie it, you know is the one who wins it's like how much of a you know sway does that have in the final tribal if she doesn't have like a family like that yeah and it, it's so complicated because on paper i would also agree that in all winter season the jury would vote for the best player but you if you really think about what's happening on the edge when people spend 30 days straight together in way worse conditions than regular camp life it it it's different right it just seems different than being like bitter or voting emotionally mm-hmm. um so even though I would still probably lean towards like the best player, it, it it's too hard to say because of how unique edges this time around, especially if Natalie wins. Her mm-hmm. perception is everything, and <laughs> I, I and I I I don't think Natalie would win in any scenario, even if she was on edge with everybody. I think that people would be we're we're not quite dealing with the same cast of Edge of Extinction. Um so I I think that yeah. that that was anybody almost anybody you know anybody Denise Denise has a case against over Natalie easily, um, and I think that she, that she currently has like the arguably tied with Ben for the worst resume. But I think in general, you know, go, going into the finale, it's you know that that whole line of perception is everything or whatever that makes a big difference, and that's the same reason why everybody left in the game, including everybody on edge probably thinks they have a decent chance of winning. Natalie, her perception, she thinks that, you know, she outlasts everybody on the edge. She won billions of fire tokens. She's ready to do anything. She deserves the win. Tony thinks he can win because he's done the biggest moves. Sarah's covered Tony's ass the entire time. Can I say that word? And uh, (laughs) and, uh, also formed relationships. Dang, Denise got rid of Sandra and has been on pretty much the right side of the boat. Ben... Uh, didn't hide his idol very well. Bye, Ben. Um, <laughs> and ben then Michelle, is there. And Michelle is so smug. And, and every every single player, we can keep going. Everybody has a case to win, I, except for Ben. In my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm uh, sorry, Ben. Again, I'm not a Ben hater. I actually, I don't, I don't mind him too much this season. But yeah, I, I legitimately think that. And I think that the whole perception of everything is not only perception of everybody else, but also what they're feeling inside and how they, they do it. Final Tribal. Yeah, yeah. Very, very well put. I mean, they wouldn't they wouldn't be there if they didn't think they couldn't win or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, they're they're all playing the game to win. Yep. Or at least get second place money. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the the rest of the episode here is kind of dedicated to the giant recap, the ten minute recap that we normally get at the start of the finale. And I thought this was really cool. I saw a lot of people thinking, like, oh, my God, like, they're wasting all of this time doing it now. But I was really happy because it just means when we do have the finale, uh, we'll just be able to get right into it. Jeff has said that the runtime of the finale is the longest of all finales. So there's that. Oh. <laughs> Dang. 
probably because they had extra time because they can't do a live reunion. So it's like, well, yeah. I'll just, you know, run mm-hmm. it over. Yeah. It's Not to mention they like... have to do like four challenges and a final tribal. Yeah, I mean, like, like what the yeah. heck? in recent That's gonna take... years, like they've been bleeding way into the reunion's time and like they haven't really cared. But I guess, you know, where it's going to be fully remote, <laughs> they're going to bleed in as much as they can. I The thing I'm yeah definitely curious about is like, how are we going to see the reaction of the winner? Like, is it, is it going to be, you know, just, like, through their webcam, or are they going to have, call? like, the, yeah, like, Zoom the, the group of grid camera views of the whole cast with Jeff in the middle, or, you know, like, what what's going on here? I guess we're just going to have to find out. Like the Brady Bunch? Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> and Jeff Probst is Alice? Ooh. Oh, my gosh. He's got, he's, he got the $2 million check. He's like, here, I'm going to email you the $2 million check. <laughs> <laughs> Let me or, or, what's your PayPal, yeah, Tony? You. I'll just Venmo you. You know, as, as long as they promote social distancing, they could probably still be in a theater if they're in a place that will allow uh, gatherings. Uh, as long as they're six feet apart with mess. They, they have confirmed it's too it will be. <laughs> they, they've confirmed it will be a uh, a, a call of sorts. Uh, it could change last minute. <laughs> I doubt it. If you say so. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff has to hold up the vote and then put his hand behind it so the camera focuses and they can have the text on it. All right, guys. So why don't we lay down our, our big fat predictions here? Yeah, I I mean, I, I'll start because I have, like, super concrete <laughs> ideas <laughs> of what I'm thinking. Uh, for the Edge Returnee Challenge, uh, we got a little bit of a glimpse of, the like, the menu that the advantages will be on. For the challenge is the same challenge as season 38 where they like do the fence thing and then they like spin around a post and they have to like navigate through all the ropes then they dig up some stuff and then they make a rope bridge and then they do that big table maze uh where they like roll the ball down uh so we've seen it before and if natalie has all three advantages she skips the entire first part and only does <laughs> the post the uh, the same one aubrey struggled on is what i think about uh, she doesn't have to do any digging, which is already, like, the biggest advantage you can have. And most of her bridge is already going to be solved. Or a third of it. So, like, there's so little of the challenge she's actually having to do. So, I just feel like it'd be so strange to have her not win it. And they, yeah. they've been building her up so often. It's like, oh, she's a challenge beast. She's a superhero. Like, we're always seeing Natalie. Uh, I... I just feel like there's no way it isn't her. And if it's not, I, I just think it's Parvati. <laughs> Rob Mariano, <laughs> let's go. Uh, I, I've i taught him so well. But, but, but then why not listen to another 30 minutes of Fred whining when Parvati gets voted out again? <laughs> I, I'm just all in on Natalie. Like, I, why would you say yeah. that? I just think I, it's Natalie. <laughs> I feel it could be Natalie or Tyson or Rob. Just because i want that advantage in the game <laughs> yeah <laughs> that, that idol. Uh, i think it's very likely to be one of them but I, I also think we could have an out of left field kim or an out of left field nick honestly yeah i mean yeah, I've, I, I've i feel been, like nick has a chance i've been calling for danny all game but or jeremy in, in the recent episodes i really feel like danny's kind of fallen off the the potential so yeah i feel I, jeremy's a contender mm-hmm yeah, just like the general, uh, you know, people who are really good at, at the challenges. Yeah. 
I've had the uh, tinfoil shield uh, prediction that it would be Adam because they've just unnecessarily said <laughs> throughout the times like Adam's not gonna do well in Edge of Extinction. <laughs> he's gonna, in, he's gonna oh, start he's digging. Not... He's gonna dig in the hole and he's gonna pull out like the fleur de lis. <laughs> <laughs> I am immune from the rest congratulations, of the Natalie. You finished first win. in the challenge, but the fleur de lis lets you go back into the game. So Adam. Couldn't handle Edge of Extinction, but you can handle this game. Welcome back. <laughs> and then immediately gets voted out, but whatever. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, I have a very hard time seeing how Natalie, of all people, completely throws a challenge and too powerful. anyone else win. She could yeah, get sucked by Godfrey and just, like, never leave the post. <laughs> the superhero muscles are too big. <laughs> yeah, like, maybe... But man, that would be She's gonna so... crossfit this whole thing, man. <laughs> She's gonna so crossfit her way to two million dollars. <laughs> Just thinking about like hello, Jeff, I have thirty tokens. I skip the challenge and then you lose it still somehow. It's like I, I don't know. It it is a puzzle though at the end, I'm assuming. That it's, yeah, it's the, that's like, the it's, one it's, it's the table maze. Yeah. Which and is not really a puzzle, thing. more so a game of precision, and uh, mm -hmm. and I think that, that Natalie would be fine at something like that. I think Ty isn't Tyson really good at table mazes? Isn't that something that we know he's really good at? Uh, I mean, he I won the so. merge, <laughs> the merge challenge, yeah. so he definitely has like the hand-eye coordination thing down. Yeah, but do you know who oh, was yeah, also yeah, was the, second? The, the, the snake the in that one. Rob was not far behind too. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, these people are all. All good. <laughs> we, we could I go down like the, the list, advantages but... <laughs> are are going to be really relevant. We were just talking about how like potent they've they've been in the challenges. Yeah, and like th there is technically a non-zero percent chance that Natalie gets very stuck on the table maze and if somebody just does in their first try, but it it's just at that point anything can happen. Yeah. You know? We've seen crazy comebacks on the last part of a challenge mm -hmm. many times. Oh, yeah. And, of course, we have the the final winner. <laughs> uh, I think it'll be Tony. I think it'll be Sarah. Tony, Tony, Tony. <laughs> I love See, him. See, like, uh, I, my, my, my heart says that Tony's winning. But my like meta survivor editing brain is telling me it's either Sarah or Michelle. So it's, yeah, in the spirit of this yeah. episode, uh, let's flip a coin. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, all right, so, so heads for Sarah. Uh, okay, Google, flip a coin. I mean, a real coin. What a joker! It landed on tails. Michelle wins. Oh. Easy clap. Hmm. So. Well, that's that's concrete. We know it now. Google said it is so. <laughs> let, let me take it one step further. This is uh, Ghost Ooh. Island 2, where it's literally just Tony and Sarah getting all the votes, and it's a tie. <gasps> Therefore, we need whoever the third person is, doesn't matter, to make the final decision as we've gotten the Dom and Wendell edit with Tony and Sarah inseparable. Hey, we, 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 have, have we haven't seen them make lover eyes at each other. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what we do have? We do have 
especially in this episode, the Michelle pulling the Donathan, uh, being like, you know, I think Tony's going to win. And then Sarah's like, yeah, it's not going to happen. The same way that Donathan's like, you know, Wendell, Dom's going to win. And then Wendell going, nah, all right, whatever, you do you. Are you, are you suggesting a tie vote between Tony and Sarah <laughs> that gets decided by Ben? In that case, Tony wins. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, see, this one's so hard because... I didn't my say that Ben was the third. ...is Tony, but then I think about it a little bit longer, and then I say Sarah, and then I think about it a little longer, and then I say Michelle, and I think about it a little longer, and I'm like, okay, but what if, you know, Natalie... <laughs> and, that, and then you get to Galaxy in. Brain, and... Ben. <laughs> yeah, Annie's all right. Wait a second. <laughs> Danny comes in, wins all the challenges. No, no, no. Yeah. Amber, Mario. No, I've, I've said all along, five-head winner, all of a sudden a boat comes in. Oh, my it's God. Cochran. It's Cochran. <laughs> yeah, Cochran wins. Yeah. And, Je- and Jeff Propes is absolutely delighted, and the entire Zoom call is him and, and, and John Cochran. Everybody else protested the rest of the show. <laughs> And see, it's, it's so in, in classic Fred fashion, I have to consider what do I want to happen the most? And the obvious answer is like Natalie. Parvati comes I, back and wins the but, game. Yeah, it's like Parvati, but like, eh. <laughs> But like, I also think it'd be really cool to see Michelle win yeah. after like constantly being in the bottom alliance and like across many different tribes. But then. It'd also be really fun to see Sarah win, just because Tony's been built up so much mm-hmm. to see her come in at the end and be like, well, actually, and just completely dominate Final Tribal would be really cool. Yeah, between yeah, like Tony and Sarah and Michelle, really like they all have really see. satisfying stories if they win. Yeah. I mean, Tony would just be like hilarious. Yeah, I feel. <laughs> I win. I feel if we have a Sarah, Tony, Michelle final three, that they each are standing upon one of these pillars. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Sarah is on the outwit, uh, Michelle is on the outlast, and Tony is on the outplay. And it's That's just a, a matter really of it. it's just a matter of which one, like, weighs higher than the other in the jury's mind. Mm-hmm. Jeff, mm-hmm. Jeff Probst loves this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And you each represent a pillar like... in this game. <laughs> yeah. And, and then, like, Natalie also falls into, like, the Outlast pillar, should she be in the final yep. three. And True. it's just, like, it's it's just fits so perfectly in all of these different scenarios. Very poetic. Yeah. Yeah. A winner at war season. <laughs> Jeff's Man. just trying to tell a story. <laughs> It's my masterpiece. 40 seasons survivor. It's all canon. <laughs> I yeah, scripted well, this whole thing. So we have before, everybody's predictions. Yeah, every, everyone ha- has their predictions in. We've talked about the episode. Before we go into points, uh, I'm going to let MC go so he doesn't have to suffer through all the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> the numbers where they mean, Mason. <laughs> Thank you for joining us, MC. Yeah, so it, it's yeah. been great to have you on. Uh, lots of humor, lots of good insight on the show. I'm here for Tony and the Tony fan club, and so I'm happy that I could represent it here on the show. Thank you for having me. I had fun. <laughs> yeah, thanks for being here. All right. 
Have fun with fantasy. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Yeah, I bye. won't. <laughs> 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 yeah, Finally, so... he's gone. Jeez. R- really, yeah, really uh, cool of he... MC to come on the Man, show. Tony, Tony, Tony. Uh, lot, lots of fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. uh, any voicemails? No voicemails this week. We had. You think we uh, have time for voicemail this week, bro? <laughs> yeah, we had, we had MC hey, as our voicemail. It was an extra long episode. We get an extra long you voicemail. See, M- MC wasn't even here. It was just like flying yeah. robot. <laughs> MC was here via voicemail. The whole episode. The entire episode was MC's part pre-recorded. We were just reacting to it. True. <laughs> All right. So when it comes to points for this episode... Uh, really fun breakup here. Tony, uh, Tony, not Tony. TV got all, all of the points this episode. <laughs> Absolutely, all let's of just, the points. Let's just, let's just count up from yeah, the bottom. Let's start from the bottom. Yeah. So really, really fun, like humbling week for me. Uh, I've been <laughs> on top of like earned points almost every single week this season. Uh, never dropping below double digits. The lowest score I got was twelve. And now finally, my team has been reduced to a single, you know, grain of sand. <laughs> and for the first time this season, I'm representing the bottom uh, with two <laughs> points. <laughs> wow! I feel so bad for you. Literally man. existing, and that's it. Uh, really fun to just finally like. have an episode where uh, nobody h- hates me. Uh, next up is Soaring, who equally didn't have a lot going on, but how Ben caught a vote. How am I the only... <laughs> how am I always in last place, man? <laughs> uh, so, hey, Ben's, Ben's still in the game. Next is Jimmer, who has Denise. Yes! Uh, yes! She got a fire token point from uh, spending one on rice. Because we Rice, decided that was baby. a rule. <laughs> so Jimmer gets some extra points. And she got a vote. Yeah. So Jimmer has four points this week. Uh, next is Fred uh, relying on Natalie again to squeeze out some extra Classic. some extra cell points. Uh, brings him up to five. Now, unfortunately for Fred, he did lose Jeremy this week. So that I get a flame hog at having no remaining players, which is very unfortunate. And we almost got to the finale with that not uh, happening, but at, at least you lasted as long as you did. And uh, like I was saying earlier, if anyone's coming back, like I really think it's Natalie, and I think it'd be really nice to like start the finale with you having like a full team back. Yeah, uh, and be a nice, However... nice little boost of points as well. Uh, however, it is <laughs> me we're talking about here. <laughs> I However, mean, you you have the I, most chances to come back. I I will <laughs> shut up. I will counteract. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll rebute Toon's opinion on that, saying that on on podcast recording night, Toon always has the wrong idea and then comes up with the right idea like two nights later. It is true. that is That's true. true. That's what a hundred percent fact. <laughs> All right. Uh, also, I was totally right about Nick getting voted out. He wasn't first yeah. gone, but he did yeah. go. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I, you have me representing two, then soaring with three, Jim with four, Fred with five. Uh, the twenty-eight the baby. The next group of people 
uh, are absent <laughs> all the way down to TV with 28 points 28 for the episode. 28 points! Which, bar a finale episode, is the highest amount earned. The game is rigged. <laughs> Uh, which is very impressive. Everything that happened was basically <laughs> within TV's sphere of influence, whether it was winning immunities Woo! or getting advantages or playing advantages or inheriting fire tokens. Uh, it was all about TV. Man. I'm just glad Toon episode... failed this episode. <laughs> no, if only Toon hey, still I had failed because Tony didn't get voted out. No, no, listen. This one episode has completely brought me to the other side. I am 100% rooting for Toon to stay in the lead. Really? I want nothing more than for him to not lose to TV right Let's now. Let's go. Come on, man. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's my first time like, playing. <laughs> this, I gotta win. This one episode. No, TV has to win because the... Toon can't win twice. If yeah, I mean, wins twice. TV had, like, the perfect episode. And if we want to break down the numbers, I kind of like all typed it up in our in our Discord the other night. So there's like three factors that are kind of the determining step between who wins between me and TV, right? It comes down to does Tony win? Does Rob return? Or can TV scrounge up enough immunity challenges? Now, like in that order, if any of them are not in my favor, I basically lose right now. I have a 17-point lead on TV, and in the finale night, that's basically nothing, especially for someone like TV who has two players in the game. Um, now, if Tony doesn't win, I just instantly cannot pass TV in terms of points, because I need uh, that buffer of the 25 points for the winner, right? If any point, TV gets 17 more points than me, I just lose. I don't know. Uh... If one after another, both of my players fall, which is kind of unlikely. Actually, that's that's also f that's true, but I just yeah, feel like that's it, not something that happens. You you also have because like, I feel like if the most I feel chances like if, to win immunities. Yeah, true. I feel like if Tony wins, then I feel like Sarah's sitting next to him. If if Tony wins an immunity, you still have a good shot, even if Tony doesn't win. As long as I don't have the winner as well. Yeah, the the thing is, you probably have either, like, the I just don't see where Michelle or Sarah aren't in the final three. One or the other. And if they saying. are there, then you're getting points for them being in the final three. Yeah. And, you know, points for whatever they've done along the way. So even if you have, like, Sarah, uh, who's there, and it's like, Ben and Natalie and Sarah gets second place like that still gives you 15 points yeah and you get 12 points if you have someone sitting in the final tribal because you get three points per tribal so yeah. if Tony does win then like I'm still I'm still fine if Rob comes back Rob is instantly getting like 20 points <laughs> yeah and that I just won't be able to keep up with that and then finally, if TB like gets every single challenge win, then he might be able to overcome me. But yeah, it's 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 so exciting because the margin is so thin, and I just need to like hang on just enough. Yeah. And if I can it's, get those twenty five points from Tony winning, I should be okay. It's very fun. This 
but it's it's, it's, it's yeah. suddenly went from bleak to like exciting. Yeah, it's been a season so yeah. far of like, oh, I've, I'm so far ahead of everybody, and like it's almost like, taking the fun out of the fantasy. But the whole time, like guys, my team's super volatile. I could lose out all three people <laughs> in a row, and you're like, Psh, no. No. Tune, what are you talking about? And, uh, That's suddenly, I lose all my people. TB has the best possible episode he could have. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and now, it is such a small difference. Uh, I just need to hang on. So, it, it it could go either way. I'm I'm waiting for... Like, I see... I saw... I'm looking at the graph, and uh-huh. your line kind of plateaus. I'm waiting for yep. it to go back down. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow. Yeah. It won't they, happen. They like it at these points, funny. but it, it's... Yeah, the graph, I, I kind of zoomed in the, a bit on the later episodes so you can see it more clearly. Uh, and, like, basically if TB didn't have the perfect episode, <laughs> then uh, I probably would be a lot more comfortable. But definitely, like, two trades were very, like, influential on the fantasy as a whole. Uh, the Nick and Sandra trade and the Tony and Jeremy trade. Uh, I think I still would have been at the top, but like Fred would have had a lot more points. TB would have had a lot less points. I would have had less points. So it definitely may have been like a more interesting season, but I think the trades have kind of made, uh, you know, this run of the fantasy what it is. So, so here, here are my two reasons that I am now Uh fully in the tune camp. Number one, tune is now the underdog. Even nah. hear me out. No, no, no. Hear me out. Because everything, you know, everything that that you just went over. Do not take underdog away you. from me. I've been underdog <laughs> the whole season. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Get out of here, Fred. In the grand scheme, this is of things, what it's yes, like. TV. You, you, you're the underdog. However, currently looking at the way the show's going and how the points can work out. Tune is less likely to win. Therefore, he is the underdog if he wins. <laughs> I don't think I've ever wanted somebody, uh, ever had somebody want me to win before. Okay, and then here's the other thing. If I gave you uh-huh. Tony it's like plus you win. Like, like 30 points and you don't win, are you? I'm going to be so mad. The other because thing is that I made a terrible... I gave up all my points for no reason. <laughs> yeah, and I made a terrible trade with Jimmer where Denise is still in the game and now I'm seven points down. You know, it, it doesn't sound like a lot, but now that Not it's so close... a terrible trade. Like, instead of, uh, instead of TB only needing 17 points more than me, you know, maybe he would have needed, like, 25 points more. Can you imagine if I didn't make any trades? I would have been out of players, like, way <laughs> early. Well, I'm I'm glad that that Fred's in my camp. I got you, homie. No, you can't win to him because I've, you, I've you your, can't break I the pattern. I will never win. Trade. The pattern's the only thing out. that rings true. It's my uh, only chance. I looked into the future. Also, also, I mean, how are we watching a winners at war season and not expecting a previous winner of fantasy to also win a second time? <laughs> That's true. It's, ju- it's just poetic. And I'm like the winner of all winners. So, yeah. uh, or or you know, TV the could win, and the pattern king. could continue, which would also yeah. be acceptable. 
Yeah, if if you wanted that pattern to continue, I wouldn't be playing this season. <laughs> well, <laughs> well Soaring was going to win this season, but then you decided to show up and... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I won the board game. Soaring had there the go, best Oh, yeah, you won a Survivor uh, MAGFest. So there's the points. Uh, yeah. uh, I, w I would not have won this season, no, no matter what. Also, it's special, be a very exciting finale. Special for the finale because I love graphs so much. Uh, I've decided that I will live track the points earned throughout the episode. So if you go to the episode 14 tab, you'll find a little graph there. And how it'll work is like if you know somebody wins a or like whenever the person from <laughs> EOE returns, right? I will look at the timestamp on CBS All Access, and I will uh, enter that in to my table, and then enter in, you know, like the twenty points that person earns, and then it'll show it on the graph. So, what you know, like what I'm thinking might happen here is like what I'm kind of interested in is seeing like in the live view TV score goes up above mine, but then I win with Tony and I like cross him again. <laughs> That's like my dream I, scenario. This is such a dweeb thing to do. I don't want to be on the bottom. I'm so happy that you're doing it because <laughs> now I want to see it. Yeah, it, I'm very excited and I put a lot of work into getting it going. And thanks to Flying for helping as well. <laughs> Are you going to do that on West Coast time? Uh, y yeah, I'll I have to wait for it to come out. So sorry, but... <laughs> <laughs> You can, you can just wait yeah. till and have I, my experience. Yeah, what, or, why don't we all just why don't you East Coast nerds? Oh boy, I just love, watch the finale with us at like four a.m. <laughs> your time. Or, or, I, I, I love watching Survivor at five thirty a.m. for a three-hour episode. <laughs> details, details. All right, let's 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 get out of uh, out of the weeds here. Uh, I would, I, I guess I've been saying this for a bit. I would talk about trades. Uh, I don't know if any anybody's really like. <laughs> I mean, like we could. Oh, uh, actually, could I, I got a edge. trade to propose here. Okay. Soon I will trade you Nick for Tony. Ooh, let me think about <laughs> was, that. How many, how many points are you offering? <laughs> you stole my um, joke, TB. I was gonna go for twenty-five. <laughs> twenty-five. You know that twenty-five points might not be the worst trade, except <laughs> I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I was gonna trade Amber for Tony. Oh. <laughs> I'll I'll trade you Danny for Amber. Do it. Deal. <laughs> Don't do it. That's yeah. a, oh my god. <laughs> Danny's coming back and winning. I, I was I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna trade, trade for Danny for like zero. Kim or something, but uh, at this point, I'd rather just leave my team the way it is. They look look cool together. Look at them standing. No trades. Uh. Man, no, Danny I Danny for Amber. Oh, sorry, Danny for Amber, of course. <laughs> hey, 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 Fred. Would you Hi. would you trade Yule for Wendell? No. Oh. <laughs> there's still hope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, there's a non-zero percent chance. Fred, Fred's afraid of me because last time I made <laughs> the finale trade. <laughs> Wait a second. You just made a trade with Jimmer. Yeah. Uh oh. Uh-oh. 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 Amber's coming back Look what you've done. You've ruined everything. No, no, no. 
You've brought this plague upon our land. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. I don't think we even traded anything, like, outside of the players, so. Alright, so, very, yeah. very exciting episode coming up. The big Very conclusion. exciting trade. Uh, <laughs> of course, we will also, you know, have our podcast on that. We'll probably do a general, like, breakdown of the, the season as a whole and not just the finale episode. Kind of talk about the fantasy uh, ideas we have for the future, even if we don't have, like, the next theme to really speculate about. Uh, you know, still stuff to talk about. We I think Jeff will should. still give us the next theme. <laughs> we should all make a flame pog bet for the winner. Oh, okay. I'm I'm down for that. You already I know have another flame for. pog bet, but uh, it's kind of different. Uh, okay. Okay. All right. Since I assume trades are over. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so whose tribe, and I mean, like, which one of our tribes is going to have the returnee come back? Uh, well, that's that's the same as... Fred. Yeah, Fred. <laughs> I mean... Oh. <laughs> yeah, Fred is too powerful. <laughs> we cracked the code. Oh, I thought, you said, I thought you said who would win the season. Well, we we were we yeah. were making predictions for the edge returnee and the winner. Uh, oh. I feel like if we all think... Or not all, but, it, you know, like, I think the edge returnee is Natalie. So, of course, I will also think Fred will be the... No, my tribe has the returnee. There, there you go. For sure. Yeah. The yeah. thing with the winner bet is that I don't know who I would bet on. <laughs> um, and I, I don't know, just to have it set in stone, I suppose. Yeah. Because obviously I want to say Natalie, but I also kind of want to say Michelle. <laughs> Michelle's coming back from the edge. Danny Boatride! Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> also, doesn't that kind of... Man, rip to the people who get put off after the second returnee. They don't get d double elimination. They nope. just, they're gone. Yep. Alright, well, I, I think we've, we've probably kind of run out of stuff to talk about for today. <laughs> uh, so but we haven't else. reached a two hour mark. We, we gotta we gotta do what pull survivor and, and we can and, and stall <laughs> for ten minutes. Okay, so now let's just recap <laughs> all of all of our favorite bits from. Right. So that just wraps it up episodes. for us so this week. What do you guys think about the flame pog mechanic? I want to. Oh, the, Dude, the pog. Weird. Yeah. Uh, the, the flame, flame pogs. Pog have been interesting and i'm curious if it'll all come to some dramatic conclusion next week i don't know what flying's cooking up <laughs> what if it's just nothing it it's probably be. nothing <laughs> it's fake internet points <laughs> yeah flying's gonna like play a random sound effect from his robot and then be surprised <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like <laughs> really uh, poor quality, like stock. No, no, no. It's gonna, uh, it's gonna be like, hello again. <laughs> hello again. <laughs> hello again. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, congratulations to Tune <laughs> for winning, <laughs> for having the most flame pods. And then, uh, and then you know that flying is tinkering away at that right now. And then he's gonna listen to this episode and he's gonna get so mad. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna be like, wait a second. All right. I think I think wait, we're done on. here. The, yeah. the only thing oh I need to bring up before the finale is that okay. in the very in the first episode when Natalie got voted out, I specifically said because we referenced how 
she like avenged her her sister in her first season mm-hmm. that yeah <laughs> by getting voted out first she would come back and avenge herself yes and then win uh-huh. so if, I, if she does that. exactly uh, that i'm just saying oh <laughs> my god Maybe I would have called it. Well, next time we sit down to record, we will have all seen the finale. And yeah, uh, that's kind of crazy, crazy to think about. about. Yeah. <laughs> well, Fred, uh, the the predictions that you've made in the podcast haven't really been on your side, so hopefully it is this time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what an upset would that be? <laughs> yeah. My record would be one in fifty. <laughs> <laughs> done it all right well uh thanks everybody for listening yeah uh, that yeah if you if you want to check out other episodes you can go to rngshow.com that takes you to the anchor page uh you can scroll down and you'll find all of our episodes there uh you can also click a little button at the top that says message and you can leave a voicemail if you want or just a text message uh, and we might either read or you know play it out on the podcast if uh it it's not crap. If, it, if it's not crap, we'll play it on the It's not episode. terrible. It's not awful. Uh, we talk a lot about points and, and spreadsheets and graphs. Uh, that's all at rngshow.com slash 40, or you can just click the link in the show notes, and it'll take you there. Uh, especially interesting right before the finale to like check it out and look at how things are set now before they change uh, for the huge influx <laughs> of points. Uh, thanks to Mango for editing this episode. It's kind of a longer one. <laughs> Especially this and episode. And going to be yeah. lots of people talking. Uh, oh, so just wait for next get, episode where it's a triple episode. <laughs> Woo. Uh, thanks to Subtact for the use of our theme song, Step Up. Uh, thanks to MC again for showing up. It was really fun. Uh, and I thought it went like really cool. You can follow him on, on Twitter at SuperMCGamer. Uh, he also does Twitch and Zeldathon. And if you're here, you, you probably know who he is. <laughs> Uh, that's it. You want to yeah. follow me on Twitter? It's at Tune418. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> hey, okay, okay. <laughs> listen. All right, listen. We don't plug anything except the RNG show, which you can follow at RNG show. RNG well, underscore show. You're wrong. Twitter. You're wrong, Jimmer. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, no. <laughs> if you want to tell me how stupid I am, you can do that at Jimbabwe2024. If you want to see nothing but anime girls and K-pop, um, you can follow me, I guess. Trust me, you don't want to follow don't. that so I'm feed. Not even plug it. That, 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 I'm not even gonna plug <laughs> that it. That feed is terrible. <laughs> it's probably it's a mistake. Probably don't not worth it. it. All right, play the song. Give me pretty good. <laughs> play, yeah, play the song. Do the Let's shut this thing down. We'll get it, get it, we'll get me out of around. here. Get me out. Goodbye. Oh, <laughs> Goodbye.